We're watching Beyond Me. Yeah, well, it's surging after its earnings, but more importantly, those were misses. But it's this plan for its outlook that may be giving a boost to this stock. Let's explain and get our pro panel in. John Baumgartner is with us, Managing Director, Equity Research, Food and Healthy Living at Mizuho Securities USA, and Brian Holland, Senior Analyst, Sustainable Food and Healthy Living over at Cowan. So, John, you lowered your price target to 11 bucks from 27. There's a huge rally happening today. They sort of laid out uh, their recovery plan, which includes cutting costs and working on some of the products. Is that good enough, John? We don't think so. Uh, you know, the stock was down 10% yesterday. I think a lot of the rally today is just on the back of the overall market. Uh, there's real concerns in this business with the slowdown in the category. Uh, the changes Beyond has to make now to you know tighten up the supply chain, whittle down customers, uh, focus more on free cash and profit. This is a radically different strategy than what they've really you know held you know to date. So new skill set, different skill set, different focus. I think there's a lot of risk over the next 12 months uh, in, in this name on the fundamental side. Right. And, you know, Brian, they have they have some tough competition. When they first came out with plant based meat, it was exciting. It was, you know, the right thing to do, saving cows. And and particularly during the pandemic, it showed us when some of those meat suppliers had to shut down. This was an alternative. Um, is this plan that they're putting in place good enough for you? No, I think uh, you generally agree with uh, John on this. Um, I, I think, you know, our biggest concern has been and remains on the demand side. So cost cutting initiatives are all well and good, but we don't think this company has much of any visibility into its near term, right? So demand has declined, competition has increased, innovation has not moved the needle. I think it's interesting, our analysis suggests that each subsequent product launch that they brought to market has performed worse than, than prior iterations. So the concern for us really is, I, I think, they have to cut costs, they have to streamline operations. But again, as, as John said, that's a new muscle for them to have to flex. Um, it's not something that they have experienced. And, and, you know, it is still unclear whether, you know, lowering prices will generate demand, stimulate demand, or uh, bring on distribution gains as they're hoping. So at under $14 today, um, where do you think this is fairly priced? Uh, Brian, you were just talking, just a, a quick thought on that. Yeah, so our price target right now is $15, but, you know, I, I think the concern, again, is very little visibility into the near term. So we took our uh, revenue. We're, we're seeing revenue declines 20% year on year in fiscal 23 right now. Um, if you told me that was going to be down 30 or 40%, I wouldn't be stunned. Uh, they have to rationalize very quickly in order to get to a place of cash flow positive, positive if they can get there. So right now, the stock is pricing in around it's still, I think, north of four times sales is what, or at least our estimate. I think we're near the low end of the range for next year. Um, that's yeah. a pretty high number for the lack of visibility and given the revenue decline. So uh, we st we certainly think there's risk to, to this stock continuing to trend downward. Okay. So and you know, so you have fifteen dollar target, John. You have eleven dollars. You mentioned down from twenty seven. Are there other plays in the food business that are better? And would you buy into Impossible Foods next year when they come to market? I mean, assuming they're coming. I guess they're coming. John, what about some of the other players in the food biz? 
Yeah, I mean, our favorites overall, especially in health and wellness, are Bellring Brands, the maker of premier uh, nutrition shakes, as well as Simply Good Foods, a maker of Atkins and Quest. You know, there are categories that are established, you know, they're growing, they've been very resilient, very limited elasticity on the volume side, despite double-digit pricing. And for both of those companies, we see very strong path to double-digit EBITDA growth over the next few years at pretty attractive valuations. So we would much rather stick with more of a, of a structured growth category uh, you know, with, with good momentum, good execution on, on both sides. Mm. Brian, what about you? Yeah, we'll stay in plant-based and point folks towards Synopta, ticker STKL. The stock is actually off nearly 15% today. That's despite reporting a very strong quarter last evening. It's been the best performing stock in food year to date, maybe a source of funds today, but unlike, say, Beyond Meat, Companies on the beverage side rather than meat, we're, we're certainly more bullish on plant-based beverages than meat given the built-in addressable market of lactose sensitivity. Uh, it also has strong growth, returns on capital, good visibility into its forward outlook. And uh, I would agree with John on Bellring Brands. It's a great business. Sonopta will be producing beverages for them. Uh, they're in a tight capacity environment. So uh, an agnostic player that has a lot of ways to win. And on the pullback today, we think it's a great opportunity for investors to take another look. Yeah, John and Brian, thank you so much. Great to see you both in a great conversation about Beyond Meat, which neither one of you seem to be a big believer in at this time with all the costs and headwinds it may be facing at this time. Uh, John Baumgartner, Mizuho Securities USA, and Brian Holland over at Cowan. Thank you both very, very much.